Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my fiance, Carol. How are you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? Much has been a good week here. It is May 8th, 1998. Time's flying by in my birthday month. May 8th. May Day. <laughs> it is? I don't know. Oh. I don't remember when May Day is. It's a uh, communist holiday. Is it? I don't, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I mean, like, I vaguely knew May Day existed, but I didn't know what it was or when it was or anything. So. Yeah. Yeah, we're not in China, so. Ni hao. Um, anyway. <laughs> we got some new decorations for the... Our little studio area, I guess, yeah. if you want to call it that. We got some lights. We got some posters. It's looking pretty nice We got here. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. We've got, <laughs> we've got the Creek, Dawson's Creek. We do all the shows. And the And How could you not mention the uh, Of course, we have Beverly Hills 90210. The poster that we have is so old, it has Shannon Doherty and Luke Perry. Well, I mean, it's not like, yeah, it's it's like season one, season two. Look how young David is. I know. It's so weird. It's funny how far we've come, even though we're, we're still catching up on 90210, but how far we've come. Yeah. I don't know. The only one I think who hasn't changed, and it's been a couple of years, is Andrea. Because she was already 40, and you don't change that much, I think, after that. Right. <laughs> but this episode uh, represents a lot of change. Yeah. We call it Storm Warnings. So you going to talk about it, or <laughs> just staring at me? <laughs> you don't um, remember anything about I don't remember yet. anything. <laughs> um, okay. No, I remember something. Okay. The little boy shows back up at Kelly's house. He does. We can talk about that first, sure. Um, is that the beginning of Kelly's story? Yes. Okay, yay. Uh, well, Claire's all like, uh, the kid. And she's like, yes, the kid. Hopefully he comes back. Yeah, I mean, they're lamenting about it, but they're not doing anything about it, which I said, like, I was kind of disappointed. I figured Kelly would actually go look for him, but she did not. She doesn't need to. No, because he's there. She's used to men finding her, so. I guess. Yes, I guess this little, what, nine-year-old boy is no exception. Mm-hmm. How old do you think he's supposed to be? He's probably like 11 or 12. Okay. He, see, that seems dumb for 11 or 12. To be 11 like... 12-year-olds are pretty dumb. Let me let me take it off across the country. Because want, my mom's having a baby. Having my baby. What a wonderful way to say how much you love me. <laughs> no, that's not happening right now. You Don't worry, guys. Song? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the next bit of news. No. So, yeah, he shows up and she takes him in and she's just acting like he's her kid, basically. Like, yeah. she takes him with her when she's going to sandbag a place. That's right. That's such a weird phrase. It is when you say it. <laughs> No, like, okay, because there's a storm coming. Storm watch. Ha ha. But. <laughs> Fuck. Why is that funny? Because I cannot. Thousands of people are dying in Mexico. <laughs> ha ha. Typhoons. <laughs> I connected the dots and I'm proud of me. Oh, gotcha. Okay. 
But um, where are they going? Whose house is that? Steve's dad's Malibu, like a beach Malibu house. Barbie beach house. Yes, okay. exactly. That's where they're going. God, these rich assholes. And they have to sandbag it. Well, they don't hire Mexicans to do it. They they do it themselves. I mean, like, you know, they're they're salt to the earth. Right. What does that even mean to sandbag a thing? It is so awkward the way you say it. <laughs> there, so it's like with levees, right? The, so water, when there's a storm, the water level rises, okay? And sometimes the water level will rise to the point where it crests over and starts to flood, right? Okay. So they sandbag it to prevent flooding. It's essentially building an artificial wall or levee out of sandbags. So that the water, as it rises, is not going to go into the house. Interesting. Well, the cat just broke in again. Yep. Gotta love these determined fuzzballs. They just love us. They want to be with us. (laughs) So that's what sandbagging is. Okay, so who else is going? Brandon's going. What? Yes. mean? Brandon and Tracy are going. Yeah, he asks Tracy. Steve and Claire are there. To go. Well, I would assume Steve's going to be there. (laughs) Oh, my God. What? If you're lost, at least allow me to give you some guidance on the episode. You're just fumbling around. Don't look at me like that. You're being mean. You are. Okay. I apologize for being mean. Okay, so go ahead and guide me. What's what's up? No, next? no, no. Come on. What, what do you want to say? You asked who was going there. I was telling you who was going there. Uh huh. Okay. So Kelly brings the child. That seems like a stupid <laughs> place child. to bring a child. Right. <laughs> and prior to that, she talks to him, finds out that his mom had recently gotten remarried. To Earl. That's his name? Yeah. Weird. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's weird to me that you remember that or feel it's significant in any way, and then also Earl's kind of a weird name. Okay. Anyway. (laughs) Some of us remember episodes we watch. (sighs) You're just... Okay, fine. I won't. I won't make fun of you anymore. How about that? Well, that would be boring. <laughs> but you get to be mad about it. Yes. Awesome. Hey, it's my prerogative. I can be mad. It's my I prerogative. I can do what I want to do. It's my prerogative. I can smoke crack all day long. So this child, um, the th- child thinks that he's being replaced because his mom remarried and she's having a baby and he's like, they're going to be their own family and they don't want me around. Yeah, his dad died. It's very sad. Unspecified. Yeah. Mom poisoned him. So Kelly has gone behind his back and called his mom and told her where he is. What a bitch. What? <laughs> Just the way you said behind his back, like it's well, like it was nefarious. I mean, obviously, it was a good thing to do, but it's just, you know, it's a little deceptive. Mm-hmm. 
And so then she has the mom show up on the beach where they're sandbagging this fucking house, right? Like, that's where they are. That's weird. Like, hey, yeah, let me give you directions to the Malibu Barbie Beach House where Mm -hmm. we're sandbagging. Yeah. Like, just go meet her at the Peach Pit or something. Like, she's pregnant. She's waddling in the sand. (laughs) And then she's like sobbing when she calls her. (laughs) But um, he's so happy to see her. He, it was cute. He goes running to her like he's like that. You know they didn't even try to find me, but like ugh, idiot, like they're from New Mexico, Arizona, something like that. New Mexico. New Mexico, and he's in California. Like how are they? How are they going to find you? It's a good question. He ran away very well. <laughs> High marks for running away. <laughs> and he didn't even turn to prostitution or drugs. Oh jeez. Like so many of them do. Well, yet. I mean, I'm assuming he hadn't been gone that long. Yeah, I don't know. I think it would have ended up there, especially because he's a beach bum. He didn't look that dirty. Not yet. No. I have no faith in humanity, so. Cool. It's a nihilistic episode, everyone. So, um, David Mm -hmm. goes to see Donna's dad. Mm -hmm. He's talking about, like... I don't know, the stuff from last episode, basically. (laughs) The disgust on your face as you turn to look at me, and then just the very vague things that you're saying. He's talking about, I don't know, shit from last episode. I don't remember anything. I don't even remember how I got in this room. I don't. He's keeping me here, people. (laughs) So... He says to Donna earlier in the episode, Donna, uh, I love you. She says, I love you too. I've been thinking about all the stuff your grandma said. I thought he was going to be like, let's fuck. But instead, he's like, let's have sex with your mom. No, he says, says, what the fuck is wrong with you? He says, I think that our love can conquer all or whatever. I need to make things right with your parents, especially your mom, because your mom hates me for whatever reason. And I just want her to like me for me. And she's like, don't don't worry about it. We love each other. It doesn't matter what she thinks about you. Don't push it. Don't say anything to him. Just leave it alone. Why do you think she was like that about it? Well, first of all, I think it's kind of always hotter when uh, your mom doesn't approve of who you're dating. <laughs> but two, I think that she thinks that her mom is such an asshole that, like, he's never going to win her over. So she doesn't want... She wants to avoid an argument yeah. between the two of them. Okay, that She's, makes sense. She she kind of feels like, just keep them separated. Gotta keep, keep them separated. separated. <laughs> but instead... How's that song go? What? How's that song go? Gotta keep them separated. Yeah. Did you want more? Yeah. Hey, they don't pay no mind. They're under 18. They'll be doing it in time. Yeah, that's what you thought it was. Yeah, it is. It's not. (laughs) In my mind, it always will be. Wow. Anyway, Mm -hmm. David goes to talk to her dad at his office. Why does everybody go talk to him? Does he just live there? Apparently, he's working a lot. (laughs) He needs to cut back. Yeah, no shit. Well, I know he will. (laughs) And uh, God told him to cut back. Right. 
And while they're talking, like, at first I thought he was just getting upset because, mm. you know, he's, like, undoing his top button and loosening his, you know, his tie and collar. The universal sign of being upset. Isn't it? Undoing your collar. No. Well, okay. I always thought that when guys were, like, nervous or whatever. Or... Maybe nervous. Okay. Well, I thought something emotionally was happening. Ah. But. Instead, he... Uh, David didn't really get a chance to say much. He's no. talking about how he loved Donna and everything, and how um, that he wanted to, you know, he wanted to let him know and everything. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, good, good, David. Um, <laughs> and then, obviously, he was dealing with some stuff. Yeah, and so then he collapsed because uh, he had a stroke. Yeah. So, yeah, that was pretty creepy. Did David, like, do CPR, right? Like, didn't he start doing CPR? Because I remember, like, he called for help. Mm -hmm. Didn't he start, like, opening his shirt and stuff? (laughs) I swear he was was undressing her dad on the floor. (laughs) He had his hand on his chest and, like, his head in his lap. He was cradling him. But no, he didn't start doing CPR or anything. Like that. Well, that would have been better. They should have done that because then he'd be like, I saved your life. And then they'd Maybe. be like, hey, we love David now because David saved his life. Yeah. Which he might actually have. We don't know. Because maybe he would have been alone in his office when that happened. He wouldn't have got help as fast. Exactly. Well, for sure. So, yeah. Go, David. But instead, her dad gets rushed to the hospital. She gets a call on her car phone. Again, Malibu fucking Barbie. Mm-hmm. Who has a car phone? I don't know. And she's like, you know, a college student. A college student with a car phone? Yeah. Like, get out of the car. I'm your worst pull nightmare. Pull a quarter out of your fucking pocket and make it a goddamn phone call at the payphone, okay? How could they have called her? That's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> they were trying to inform her. Was she just supposed to drive by a payphone and have the payphone <laughs> ring? Her slamming her brakes and be like, that must be for me. And pick it up. And it's for her. We were tracking your movements, Miss Martin. We knew which payphone you were driving by. That's right. Well, okay. I don't know. She could have at least a pager. But um, her mom is out of town and uh, out of the country or whatever. She's yeah. on a cruise. So she's like the only... Like, immediate family they have to call. Sure. And so she's sitting by her dad's bedside, and it's like he's like, his eyes are open, but wow. it's no good. We went we went right from her being in the car getting a call to her. Did we kids. see her drive there? Did we see her enter the hospital? Like, what the fuck else is there we to stopped, say? We saw her stop at the gift shop. Exactly. Pick up some flowers. She got him a teddy bear. Um, No, she... They're, they're there at the hospital, and David's there, and the doctor's like, whoa, you can't see him. I mean, he looks terrible. Oh, yeah. And, um, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and she starts talking to David, and she's like, he, she's like, how come you were there, David? And he was like, well, I went to talk to your dad. And she was like, I told you to leave it alone. This is your fault. You gave him a fucking stroke. Fuck you. She did not say any of that. She did. She said it was... She said it was his fault or something like that. She did say that. Oh, my God. What a bitch. She didn't scream it like that, but she did say that. That's awful. Mm-hmm. I'm very upset with her. Okay. Were you asleep when we watched this episode? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I was not asleep most of the time we watched this episode, but I may have been asleep for part of the time we watched this episode. 
And it was like, you know, a whole day or two ago. So shit happens. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> but, um, he gets better. Like he comes out of it. So it's okay. David. No. David gets better. No, her dad. Every time you don't remember an episode, you just want to <laughs> skip to the end. Do you, don't, you don't remember how that conversation fucking resolved or anything, did you, do you? No, why didn't you tell us? Jesus Christ. Do I even need you here for this episode? Fuck you. So, sh- there, he's like, whatever, he's like, you know, you know what, Donna, I could be mad or whatever, but I'm, I'm taking the different road. I'm just going to be chill about this, you know, whatever. And so, finally, she comes around. She's like, I'm sorry, David. She was like, you know, I just... I'm just really worried and everything. He's like, I know it's okay. And then they do let her see the dad. And like you said, he's kind of just like, oh. And, but then he goes, my precious. (laughs) He did. He said it just like that too. It was so fucked up. And she's like, what? And he was like, oh, you're my precious. (laughs) Donna. That's a weird sentence to utter when coming out of a coma. Yeah. So we, I guess he'll probably get better. One would hope, yeah. Is that fireworks? It's not Fourth of July, people. I don't know. People are love celebrating May. <sighs> it's your birthday month, fireworks. Do they not know it's illegal? What? The fireworks? Yeah. I mean, I guess they, I just don't care. They do them all the time. Anyway, it doesn't matter. They I do mean, them on the 4th of July, and that's when the police look the other way. But I don't think they look the other way all the time. Well, that's for, that's true. I think they're being stupid. They've, someone probably just came back from Ohio because they're legal in Ohio. Yeah. Anyway. Stupid Ohio. Um, <laughs> so that's basically Donna and David's storyline. Um, I guess we covered the Kelly and the little kid storyline. Kind of. Yeah. Um, was it, was there more you wanted to say about it? No, I mean, we got there quick, but that's okay. Um, Steve's, you know, Steve's main storyline is sandbagging his dad's place. Claire, though, has some problems with Stephen. Claire always has some fucking problems with Steve. What were her problems? Oh my God. Oh my fucking God. Just leave. Just leave the room. No. I mean, what the fuck? The people want to hear me, too, okay? Yeah. (laughs) They're not here for the Mark show. They're here for the Carol and Mark show. Oh, my God. So, Claire is complaining. (laughs) It's funny how, like, she's like, hand on her chin listening to me, like, like I'm about to start a lecture. (laughs) Because she really has no fucking clue what happens. (laughs) Claire's complaining about Steve at the beginning of the episode. Because Steve's all like, oh, sex. Oh, my quota of sex, please. Okay, yeah, I remember that. (laughs) And she's like, you know what? I'm going to give this douchebag a, a, a bit of his own medicine. So. She goes to the peach pit, calls him over there. Uh, Al, what's what's his name? His name's not Al. Uh, Al. Uh, Mel, what's his name? What the fuck? The fucking dude. Um, 
I don't know. Nat. Nat. Thank you. He's, uh, he's says, oh, I think, uh, I think your, your girlfriend might be sick or whatever. She's, she's ordering a, a double fucking burger and shit. And he's like, oh, wow. That's, that's not usually like her. So he goes and she's dressed like, uh, every softball player that you've ever met. She's got a cut off flannel shirt on. And she's like, she's looking at the paper and she's like, Rodman, what do they pay this bum for or whatever? Um, yeah, she looks like a fucking dude. She's acting like a dude. It's a weird. Yeah. And she's got like a ba- backward baseball cap on. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, look at this patch. It's a testosterone patch. Now, I think that Steve's pretty fucking dumb for falling for this. Yeah, but it's pretty established that Steve's dumb. Mm-hmm. They do not make testosterone patches. No, she said she signed up for an experiment, though. Uh-huh. With testosterone patches. That's not the unbelievable part, but um, that there could possibly be a testosterone patch is not the unbelievable part. Okay. What do you Although think is the fir- unbelievable part? At first, I thought she was saying she got injected with testosterone, and that was the bandage that was right. covering the injection. But then later, it's, it's apparently a, a testosterone patch. But anyway, so... She starts acting like a guy. And she's like, you know, we need to have sex all the time. And I'm going to burp and, you know, whatever. That's hot. and makes them want to have sex, I'm sure. Yeah. Some guys like the, like, the, what's her name? Jenny McCarthy thing. Like, uh-huh. Act that's like a gross. guy. So I hate it. Yeah. That's gross. I agree. But I think the unbelievable part is that Claire is complaining about too much sex because she is like... One of the more sex-crazed characters yeah. in the show. She's letting aliens watch her bang and shit. It's weird. And handy, handy, handy cuffing. <laughs> Handcuffing herself to Brandon's bed. Handicapping herself. <laughs> I mean, that was many years ago, but it did happen. So, Yeah, so, uh, I mean, there's not, not a lot happens with that storyline. She acts like this and everything. She's like, oh, oh. And she's, <laughs> she's like, come on, let's have sex, Steve, after the, the storm uh, that never came. And he's like, no, that's uh, too much. Uh, How much sex do you think they had for him to be like, no, it's too much? Well, probably a lot. I mean, it's especially because it's only been like two days. Right. I can imagine like after a week of sex multiple times a day, every day, you'd be, you know, raw, but. Yeah, he seemed pretty used up. So she's like, well, you, you want to know who you've been dating for the past couple weeks? You, Steve. Couple days, yeah. You, you know, the, the, the sign of a healthy relationship when you play act as your partner and make them a fucking monster. Right. Right. Really, really healthy relationship, Claire. Well, I mean, obviously not. They need to break up. I don't like them together anymore. I don't either. It bums me out. They used to be so good together, but now they're awful. Yeah. They're always fighting about something. He's he's nice, and she's not. Yeah. I mean, yes, he's not that bright, but he is very much nicer She's than really smart and an asshole. Yeah. Uh, so that that's their storyline. And then we have Brandon oh and Oh, my Tracy. God. You fucking remembered something? I do. I remember. Okay. So, um, for spring break, right? Yeah. His parents sent him 
tickets to visit them in Hong Kong. Two mm. tickets. And then, and then Tracy's parents invite them to come stay with them, unlike with the horse ranch. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, dude. So Tracy is like, "Hey, Brandon, come with me to my parents' horse ranch." And he's like, "Oh no, I can't. I gotta, you know, go to my parents in Hong Kong." But doesn't tell her there's another ticket. He got two tickets, two tickets to paradise. And he was talking to Steve about having the two tickets. And Steve's like, oh, take me. Yeah. And he's like, and Steve, had, I think, suggested or asked, you know, take Trace here or whatever. I need to get away from Claire. Right. And Brandon was like, yeah, I'm not taking her. Yeah. Brandon was like, nah. <laughs> I'm not taking her. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, he didn't want to take Tracy. So then Steve just says to Tracy, hey, what's he doing with that other ticket or something like? Random like that. Nope. Yeah. Uh-huh. Nope. Steve brings up the other ticket. Nope. Who who brings it up? Valerie. Fine. Valerie brings <laughs> up the other ticket. Was he Was he even talking to Steve? Oh my god, I'm so lost. This was old this was way later in the episode. Right. <laughs> he talks he talks to uh, several other people about what he's gonna do with the ticket, you know, all this other stuff. And then Valerie says something like, well, you guys will be in Hong Kong or whatever. And she's like, what? Oh, and he's yeah. Like, and he's like, yeah, you know, the, the two tickets that he has to Hong Kong. And she's like, well, I didn't know there were two tickets. Yeah, it's not good. How would you feel? They haven't been dating that long. I wouldn't assume. Have- I think they've been dating for uh, several months at least, right? All right, I guess. I mean, to me, it's like, I, I, I don't think it's that super serious until it's like a year, and I don't think it's been a year. I don't think it's been a year yet, but I I, I also think that it depends. I think yeah. different relationships travel at different speeds. Well, um, yeah. Ours went really fast. So, yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> he does mention that flying a girl across the ocean to to meet your parents is a really big step. Yeah. And I agree. It's much bigger than taking your parents to taking like someone down the street to meet your parents. Sure. Sure. And he's just not no he doesn't know if he's ready for that step yet. So when Tracy finds out, he's she's very upset as usual. Like there's always this fucking drama where like she's upset with Brandon because he fight. is not as invested in this relationship as she is. Yeah, and they also need to break up. Yes, I don't like them at all. Like, maybe they should switch. Brandon and Claire, <laughs> Tracy and Steve. I what? can actually see it work. What? I mean, I know Brandon's going to end up with Kelly, but <laughs> could you see it? I mean, Claire used to want to fuck Brandon, like, so bad she couldn't stand it. And they're both, you know, pretty mature and intelligent people. And Yeah, I guess I, I, guess I could see it. It'd be weird, though. Yeah. It'd be different. Be Yeah. That would shake, <laughs> shake 90210 up if they added a fishbowl. Just pee everyone threw their keys in. <laughs> right? That would be fun. That would be a good porn. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wouldn't it? That'd be great. <laughs> Beverly Hills 90210 banging. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. What a great title. <laughs> Beverly Humps. 90210. Oh. I mean, Steve already has porn experience. Yeah. So. 
I think I think I think they should just yeah write to the writers I will maybe they'll do it I mean we know that uh, Tori Spelling won't be involved but well no for her first time (laughs) her first time should be a gang experience right there you go (laughs) the gang is back um anyway so that's what happens with them and then eventually Brandon's like she's all pissed and doesn't want to talk to him and stuff and then she, like, eventually she apologizes. She's like, I'm sorry, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm being weird. And he's like, no, I'm, I need to apologize. And then he says, I am ready for that kind of whatever. So you're coming with me to Hong Kong. Such a stupid response. Break up with her. Don't bring her to Hong Kong. Don't give in to the demands. Like, you don't want to be with her. Break up with her. I don't understand it. There's another scene where he's talking to Kelly, and they, they're like, she sees them. Like, she's outside, and mm-hmm. she sees through the window. They're talking together in the kitchen or whatever, and they look so happy, and she's like, oh, man, I don't know. Yeah, well, you should know. Know that he is not yours. Go find someone else. He is not for you. And then the last storyline is Valerie. <laughs> look on your face Valerie I literally forgot she existed as a character that's why I didn't know they talked is dating a movie guy oh yeah and the movie guy's like here's the next script they're thinking about having me do tell me what you think and she's like okay and then they meet at the peach pit the next day you're still confused then they meet at the peach pit the next day and his manager's there. And he's like, hey, what did you think of the script? And he's like, she let her read the script? And he was like, yeah, I want to know her opinion on it. And she's like, well, I don't think you should do it. And I don't like your character. And she she's like, your character's supposed to be an anti-hero. And uh, uh, he's misogynistic. He's an asshole. And he can't be redeemed. Fuck this script. And the manager's like, whoa, what's going on here? And so they have a little fight, kind mm-hmm. of. Uh, so he decides he's not going to do the script. He's going to listen to Valerie. Uh, she comes over. They fuck. And then the next day, the agent comes to her peach pit after dark. And he's like, you know what, Valerie? About $10,000 to tell him to do the script. That's so nuts. He's like, I talked to the studio people. And they agreed. And they're making changes to the character based on your notes. Wow. Uh, but... You're going to make him do the script. And she's like, I think we should read the rewrites first. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, she's very much acting like she's in control now, which is no bueno. Right. And he's like, listen, we both want what's best for him. Why don't I just give you $10,000 to tell him to do the script? And then another $10,000 when he signs the contract. And she's like, all right, you're right. We can do this. Yeah, she's so going to end up getting broken up with. I think she has something up her sleeve. What is it? I don't know, but the way she looked when he handed her the check didn't look like, oh, money. (laughs) She usually looks, right? She looked like for a second, like she was going to say, go fuck yourself. And then an idea occurred to her and she was like, yes, we're both the same. (laughs) So I think she's got something up her sleeve. She's going to say something to, to, to the dude. I can't remember his name. Randy, whatever the fuck his name is. And be like, uh, hey, your manager is trying to manipulate you. Fire him. I'll be your manager. Oh, jeez. I'm sure that's what's going to happen. <sighs> Isn't she busy enough? She's in college. She owns a nightclub. Like, just 
Let the professionals handle it. She's, she is a professional in, in every sense of the word. <laughs> yeah, she she's awful. Uh, but yeah, that's the episode, Kara. All right, we made it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you that's can... what everyone that's listening to this is say, thinking. <laughs> like, oh my, my god, god it's it. over. Um, you can write us at latefee1994awl.com. Yep. Check out our website at www.retroleapfee.com mm-hmm. and share the tapes with your friends. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.